Stephen Jill here. Good day. Welcome to the House Academy Show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm in Steve. I'm Stephen Jack Utah. We can't speak today. Nope. And I'm Jill Dewitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about how brokers have their pulse on all these little micro housing markets all over the country. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the houseacademy.com online community. It's free. Uh, Julie wrote, and I guess this is a repeat from last week, but... Yeah, it's, it's so important because we, you know what? It's, it's, okay. uh, it's very timely. So I wanted to put the question in there again to see if we're, because I think we're going to... Our answers might change. Because it did change. Okay, Because the it. environment changed. Okay. All right. So this is a question we answered last week, but we're repeating it this week because, and you'll see why. And the title of it is Price Offer Adjustments Slash Percentage Due to the Global Crisis of the Coronavirus. How is everyone adjusting their offers for land and houses due to the situation, global crisis, slash stock market plummeting, etc.? I was ready to send out a land and house mailer, but now should I adjust my offers? What percentage are you offering now on land, on houses? Any suggestions? Greatly appreciated. So maybe one of the hottest topics we're getting right now. How should I change my land business? Uh, specifically, how do I adjust my mailers based on the environment? Right. And so, yes, I think that, number one, everybody's got a list of properties that they've been working Right. Uh, if, if you're in the business already, you have a list of properties that you've been working, and maybe some of those transactions didn't work because of price. You know, I think that I'm sure that's our number one reason we pass on property, not because it, it's bad. Yeah, no, unless there's something there's something glaringly obvious, you know, or price. Right. So I think now is the to- perfect time to take that old list and uh, run through it again and say, hey, this property, uh, this house that I, you know, I sent an offer out on this house. For one hundred and twenty-two thousand dollars, the guy came back at, at one sixty, and he's happy to do it. Now it's one twenty-two. In fact, now it might be one. It might be ninety-eight. Yeah, and they're probably reaching out to you, and that's that's the other thing. You know, be ready for it if it hasn't already happened. They might be calling you back, going, "Remember that offer you made for me six months ago? Would you would you still honor that? Yeah, you know, or change it as needed." My other thing, I was going to say, what's um, doing a little bit differently is being even more picky. I'm talking about that too. Again, there's there's so many deals out there and more are coming. If you don't believe that, watch what happens. Because uh, people are gonna need cash, these extra properties. A lot of people are buying, a lot of people can afford to buy properties and there's a healthy balance of people who need the cash more than the property. Maybe they have several. So watch. Um, I want you just to be real picky about the properties and make sure you only pick up the really, really good ones. That's what I'm doing personally too. You know, keep in mind, I think the real question within this question now, this week, not even last week, is I'll use my example again. I sent an offer out for, I think I said 130. Uh, seller came back at 160. We all forgot about it because we couldn't get together on price. Now in, in Jill's scenario, the seller's coming back saying, hey, how about now? 130 sounds pretty good. No, 98 sounds better. Here's the real question that you're asking. You have to ask yourself, and you you need to do it. It helps me to do it with Jill. So, however you get it done uh, in your life, that is fine. But the question is the nagging question: is is 98 really good enough? Right. Am I really going to be okay at 98, or is it 78? 
Right. Oh, the guy's saying yes at 78. Is that good enough? Is it going to go lower? It's, it's a not, tough one. It's not beating the, no, we're not, no, we're no longer beating the seller up. And yeah. if we ever were, right. we're just adjusting to reality. And know? making sure what we feel good about. Yeah. That's, that's reality. It's like, and that's how you should be looking at every deal on your right. I want you to go into these deals knowing that I feel great at this number. I don't care what happens to the climate around here. I know that I'm going to be just fine. If that's in my inventory for six months, not that it would be, but if that's in my inventory for whatever days, you know, am I going to be comfortable with that? And actually, I have a few transactions right now, t totally serious, that are um, they're land transactions that I said, you know what? No, I, I like was backing backing off, going, you know, I don't I don't like it. I didn't want to be that guy. So now the seller's saying, he really is saying, what would you pay? And I'm like, well, you know what? And I'm honestly saying, you know what? At this price, I don't care what happens. I will buy it. And there, and so you can do that. So this is now uh, an interview for you because I know the deals you're talking about and I know right. you're doing it right. Yeah. What did you do to, what are you doing now that you wouldn't have done in the past? What tools are you using, if any, to get you comfortable? Brokers. Done. So that's what this topic's about. And we didn't plan this. Brokers have their pulse on the micro market. So uh, Jill's pulling in a broker, maybe more than one, I'm not sure, on these transactions to give her a sense of what you want is sentences for that are people that are real local that have done a bunch of deals. And they're, they're, every day their phone's ringing or it's not ringing. And so now you're, you're getting information from a micro local source right. to make a good decision. So you want a broker to say, you know what, if you can get this at, I know you guys were talking, again, it's the same numbers. If you can get this at, you know, 78, I can sell it to for 92 right now. I got a guy who's got cash. Mm -hmm. that, those are the kinds of statements. That's really what this show is about. So that- Let's do that. Yeah. Today's topic, <laughs> brokers have their pulse on micro market changes. This is why you're listening. So to continue that talk, in times like these, your regular due diligence uh, you have to add some stuff yes. to your regular due diligence. Add a layer or yeah. two. And why? Because you want to make sure that the price that you're re-offering is, is going to work out for you just as quickly, hopefully, and just as uh, uh, expediently or efficiently as possible during times like these. You're going to see less buyers out there, especially for houses. Although I will say this on houses, I just checked mortgage rates. We're only a couple weeks into this. Mortgage rates are hovering they can be hovering around two, two and a half percent. I have to add something though that I am seeing reported and it's in social media, which I love. We have a lot of uh, Land Academy and House Academy uh, Facebook groups and I'm seeing more than one person saying, this is the greatest thing on the planet because um, I, the buyers that I'm talking to right now are real buyers. I have a lot less tire kickers. I'm only talking to real buyers with the cash. I'm like, this is like yep. beautiful. All those tire kickers are home hoarding what they can and the real buyers are like, let's make it happen. There's a ton of mm -hmm. retired people out there. This is no change for them. Right. They, they already have. They've been waiting for it. Well, they're just retired. They li they're living, they've been living their life uh, the way that us people who work for a living, they, this isn't, a, they woke up today and they're, you know, they haven't gone to work for 10 years and they have a, uh, resources, whatever resources they have. By the way, they know a ton of other retired people who have all these resources. And they, a lot of them have owned companies, have owned companies or do own companies. And they're looking around going, this is the greatest real estate. You know, we used to be buying and selling these houses for 200 grand. They're, they're 80,000 now. How can you lose on this? And they're right. So those are the things you want to start to get, uh, 
And these broke local brokers, a lot of them, they especially in the land business, they know these guys. Oh yeah, it's great. I can't say this enough. This is a really positive thing for so, us. So what we're talking about with this this topic is the layer with the brokers. Many, I don't think a lot of people know this. Brokers will, especially there's brokers and agents um, will for free have a phone call with you. They would love to do that. That's their business because if you're a seller, they want to represent you and they want to you know post your property for sale. If you're a buyer. Obviously, they want to represent you and help you get the deal done. So I am, that's one of the layers that I'm adding. And this whole topic right now started because this, this deal I was going to close last week, I thought, you know, I was ready to do it. I was all ready. I mean, it was like down to the wire, ready to wire the money. That was the only thing left. And I waited over the weekend just to see how it went because I wanted to have one more conversation with this broker on Monday morning just to see if his... Uh, attitude or thoughts about the property had changed over the, from Friday to Monday. I called him on Monday. He's like, you know what? I, I'm not feeling it exactly with this area at this price. And here are the reasons why. He said, I think, I think we can do this. I think, and he went down, it was a buy for 20, sell for 70. And he's like, now it's a buy for 20, sell for 50, which is still not crazy. But we're also looking at, there were some other flaws on the property. They said, I want to let you know, I went back a second time and looked at it. And here's what's really going on. So I'm like, I really took that to heart. And I'm sharing with everybody going, you guys use these guys to your advantage. And so the conversation that we had led to, you know, I'm like, all right, well, what is selling? All right. He's like, well, here's what you need to know. This county and this county and this county, this is the price range. And by the way, the price range was between 150 dollars and $250,000 was a sweet spot, not you know, hundreds, thousands. And he's like, and I said, I expect my business to triple right now. And I'm like, ding, ding, I heard that. So I, I, I want you to take advantage of that, add this layer. If you're worried about it or not sure about an area, because like the rest of us, you know, you're doing houses, even though you have boots on the ground or you're your own boots on the ground here for House Academy and you're reviewing these deals, they're there and available and uh, happy to help. Yeah, exactly. Um you know, we're all kind of victims of uh, thinking within our own head, so to speak. So let me give you an example of, of something that's very far reaching in the real estate environment, even for me, but it happens every day. Jill and I live uh, on the ocean, on, on the Pacific Ocean in Los Angeles in a little beach community. And every time she and I walk along the beach and everybody in this whole community, we all talk about it, especially at night, maybe 50% to 80% of the houses are dark. They're all closed up and dark. And and uh, so ever since I moved here, I've always tried to find out why, like talk to people and we, and we as we get more friends, I, I ask these questions and I'm really finding out now, I found out probably a year ago that people pay uh, cash for these houses and they, they don't use them. Uh, they don't do anything to them actually. They kind of look at it as a bank account. Because every 10 years or so, 10 or 15 years, the house, the price of the house doubles. So if you spend $5 million on a beach house, you have no intentions of using it. Not even It's not even worth it a lot of cases to rent it out. Uh, and you double your money now in 10, let's say 10 to 15 years. Let's say you really buy it right, like, like we all do. And that property's worth $10, $10 million in, in the next 10 years. You know, there's no way you could put the money in a bank or really, I think, even in the stock market, unless there's, you have a lot of luck and get that kind of return. So 
Do you think those kinds of people, by the way, you can look up who owns all those people, the ownership of these properties through the tools that we have, especially NeighborScoop now, get their phone number and call them and talk to them about it. Mm-hmm. You think those people want more? Or do you think those people are going to be interested now and you know how much they paid for these houses? If the market dips below that, this is just an example. I'm not saying go do this. Think about this example in your market, in your environment, because it exists somewhere. Do you think those people are going to, our, our eyes are a little bit wider this morning because they're looking for real estate markets and they want to buy more? Heck yes. So don't just hang your head and say, hey, the way that I've been doing this for uh, five years, that's not good. You know, I, I'm done. You should I'm never finished. do that, by the way. You're, if you think that, never. you are done and finished. Yeah. You got to really think outside the box. Exactly. Happy you could join us today. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we are right here on the House Academy Show. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you can find us on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy Show is called Media Consumption. You're consuming our media now. Mm-hmm. Is up 60% during these times. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. Everywhere I look is opportunity. I agree. It just requires a huge mindset. You can't stay in bed in the morning. It's true. For a couple mornings, that's fine, but you gotta get on a schedule and pound it out. I agree. <laughs> the House Academy Show remains commercial free for you, our loyal listener. So wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, please subscribe and rate us there. We, we are Stephen Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property. <laughs>